Welcome to Fort Worth Camera Radio. Man, it's been a long time. A lot's been going on in the world, as you know, and a lot of it has been, well, quite frankly, depressing. I'm not going to lie. And we have, here at the store, Fort Worth Camera, of course, have been soldiering forward. We've had to make a lot of changes. We've had to adapt to times, adapt to all sorts of things. And so normally, when we have special visitors just stop by the store, it's a beautiful thing, I gotta tell you, but it's also even more impressive when people stop by under this very, very unprecedented set of circumstances and agree to sit down and actually talk with us about, well, the importance of shopping small, the importance of reflecting on where you started, and um, having said that, I'm going to turn it over and say hello to Chris Hirschman, a Nikon ambassador. We'll start there, since that's where you are now, and then we'll backtrack and talk about where you came from. How are you doing, Chris? I'm doing good. Thank you so much for having me. This is awesome. The pleasure is all on this side of the table, <laughs> to quote Office Space. Um, you're an Nikon ambassador. I didn't actually know who you were when you came in, and you came in for a service. Thank you for providing business to us right now. We, we were, you were getting a sensor cleaning. We appreciate all the business we can get. Um, but then you, you spotted a, <laughs> an ancient Hasselblad camera, circa 70-something probably, maybe 80s. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's, let's geek on that for a moment. What, what, what did you find? Yeah, well, you know, I love camera stores. You know, I love walking into a physical camera store and getting to touch gear. That's how I learned about gear. You know, it wasn't through, you know, YouTube and websites. It was like going and talking and sitting down with professionals who are certified to sell the gear, you know, and they obviously are very, um, you know, uh, well-educated with the gear. And so I would just constantly ask questions about what would make a good setup, what would be great low light, you know, and we would put together bids and, you know, I would go out and try to raise money to buy the camera gear that I needed, you know. So everywhere I travel across America, I like to stop into whatever is the local camera store. And, you know, film cameras, just a thing that I've, you know, found as a passion you know, to keep, you know, this whole art form just, you know, being fresh and new to me. I, I had an old Hasselblad, but it was the ELM version, so it had the big battery pack oh. that advanced the film. Cool. Very nice, but so heavy that I told myself that, you know, when I find the smaller, um, uh, I think the, the 501s, or a 500 series without the big battery pack, then you know I would try to find one. You guys just happen to have one in a Nikon leather bag, which is pretty cool. Pretty funny. All right, so let's in a day where we really need to emphasize the importance of shopping local. Mm. Feel free to talk about other stores. Of course, you're here at Fort Worth Camera, 1600 Montgomery Street, <laughs> yeah, Fort Worth, Texas. You know, I come I come in here, um, and I've come in here to get my cameras professionally serviced. You know, I need mirrorless cameras to get cleaned before I, I start shooting and filming, you know, a big job. And that's something that I specialize in. So for me, I am a photographer, but I also specialize very heavily in Nikon specific video, video in general, but 
just happen to work very often on the Nikon system. So there's actually a class that I created with Nikon called The Art of Making Music Videos, mm. and it's on Nikon's website. Thank you. And it's an hour long on how to use the D850 with you know an Atomos recorder and you know different gimbals, how to shoot music videos or interviews, how to light them, um, including audio with your video, and we even do a small editing course um, right there in Adobe Premiere Pro. So, you know, I have a big passion for teaching people video and, um, you know, photography, all of this. This is, this is my playground. I love this, you know. I'm 32 right now, but this was, you know, a geeky passion of mine ever since I was a little kid, you know. Nice. Okay, so before you got into photography, let's say, you were into music. Yeah. Lot, lot, in your case, your subject matter, is, it's a logical progression, but what was the progression from mu music to photography? Yeah, I, well, I got a camera in high school, and I was a musician in, in several bands, and so it was just natural to turn the camera toward my big interest, which was um, music. And so I just photographed bands that we were playing with that were on the same bill, and you know, they would use that photo for their, you know, promotional needs then for the next show. And so I just always kept my camera on whatever my focus was at the time and grew in that. And then when Nikon released video into their camera, um, I was working at Music Retail. And the first camera I bought was a D300S. And it had very primitive, uh, sure. you know, video features. But I created a music video on that just to test it out. And since I was working in a drum shop in Chicago, I asked one of my you know, favorite customers if I could come film his band. Drop a name. What was, what was the store? Um, well, it was Guitar Center okay, that's right. on Halstead in Chicago. But the band was called Empires. And so I was just testing out the video features, created a music video for them. And in that same time, they were um, part of a competition to be on the cover of Rolling Stone. Mm. So it was an online competition to win us. It's like American Idol for bands, sure. you know, that Rolling Stone was hosting. And they used my video as kind of a, here's an introduction to this band. So one of my first videos I've ever created went directly to rollingstone.com. And I was like, whoa. Sure. You know, like the power of video is super strong. And then right after that, I had filmed the Alabama Shakes. You know, and it just seemed like, okay, I'm filming bands. I should probably, you know, leave the the retail world, which was you know working at a music store and being a musician, to go into full time filmmaking. I did that, and then I was approached by Chicago Music Exchange, which is a a premier vintage guitar shop in Chicago, very coveted, very awesome, and I created a video YouTube channel for them that explored all of the different vintage guitars that are there. So obviously, when, you know, I'm into vintage cameras because I'm just into all things vintage and handcrafted and good quality. There's something to learn, you know, from the lessons of the past. But um, I, I left music retail and then re-entered music retail, but as a filmmaker. And so I was able to help that community in my own way. And then we ended up starting a company called Reverb.com, which is basically like 
eBay for musical instruments. I'm, I'm familiar with Reverb.com. Yeah. So I'm one of the 12 people who started Reverb.com. Hey, and I am a fan. Yeah, it's a great website, and they've done some really great stuff. I was happy to be a part of the launch, and um, you know they're doing great. They just sold to Etsy for uh -huh. a couple hundred million, which is fantastic for them. Um, but I left about a year after the launch to pursue large filmmaking and. You know, um, about two years ago, I became a Nikon ambassador, and you know now I'm you know continuing making music videos. But I work with a lot of music retail clients like Sure Microphones. Um, I work with Nikon doing you know promotional video work and photo work, as well as teaching and educating. So I love you know doing in-person workshops, which is what's killing me right now with the pandemic not being able to have a classroom full of folks to teach so let's riff on that for a moment there's yeah. no music going on which is a weird thing to say yeah there's no music being performed mm -hmm. for people right how are you coping with that since that essentially is your bread and butter is it not um you know sometimes it is event photography you know Lollapalooza working for Red Bull that was a huge client of mine they just announced no Lollapalooza this year you know so, um, and you know, people who have been freelance and working, often sometimes a lot of those gigs are annual. You expect, you know, around that time, you've had the same gig for five years, you know, that client knows that you're the person for that gig. Yeah. You know, so we have to really find new ways of, of you know, staying afloat in this time and hopefully coming out better. I've been using this time to, you know, um, re recreate my on, my teaching courses but knowing that online teaching can be spotty when you're playing back video I've created an entire video course through slides that teaches video without showing video and that was something I hadn't done before something I enjoyed about it was I'm able to get extremely detailed and create these kind of like schematics on how I you know will um, attach all of the accessories and show the signal flow for audio, the signal flow for video, and kind of break that down for people. Um, and that's just something I wasn't able to do in as great of detail. So, you know, I'm, I'm trying to evolve and trying to, to grow in the areas, you know, that I think I can in this time, so. You just mentioned something that reminded me to ask you, what are your thoughts on all these online meetings? Zoom this, you know, WebEx, ways of people getting together via a video format. But what is your thought on the way this is going? For me, I, I'm very opinionated on being very annoyed by having to talk to people by Zoom or Surely. whatever, FaceTime. Surely. Do you think, A, this is the way of the future? Do you think it's a passing fad? Will people really start gravitating towards meeting in person once hopefully all this lets up? Yeah. Where are you going with this? Well, I think um, I think a focus is being brought to that area of video conferencing. I think several things are happening. I think businesses are seeing that people can get work done during that time. There will probably be companies that say that did not work for us, mm -hmm. <laughs> but there might be companies that adjust altogether. I think there's going to be a lot of technology and um, development in that area. Um, you know, I know for a fact that some of my clients work with microphones and 
uh, broadcasting and you know cameras like Nikon you know Nikon can now stream with just a USB-C cable into the Z6 or Z7 without a dongle you can use mm. Ecamm Live and it will recognize your camera as a video source so the fact that you can now plug in mirrorless cameras directly into your laptop yeah without the dongle you know um, seems to be really great uh, as far as you know, they, it seemed like they rushed that through because of where we're at um, in the world. So I think there's just gonna be a rush of technology in the video conferencing world, which is great um, for some. And then for the other people who miss touching and hugging and seeing people, <laughs> you know, um, they can be released of that. But I think they'll make it a lot easier, maybe televisions that are integrated with cameras and all of that. So. You could just sit in front of your television. I'm surprised that hasn't happened yet. Yes, yeah, so someone take that idea and make that. Yeah, call Chris Hirschman. Send me a kickback. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, you're an urban cowboy. It says here at chrishirschman.com. What's that about? Um, I lived in the city, so I don't know, for maybe 10 years, as soon as I graduated high school, I moved you know, to the heart of Chicago. Um, but I like to jump on motorcycles and just hit country roads. Cool. And wear nothing but denim and jean jackets, regardless of the weather. So I think that's a bit of where the cowboy part comes in. Boots and boots and denim. Even in Chicago, huh? Oh yeah. Cool. Whereabouts in Chicago do you live? Logan Square. Where's that? Um, it's just a little bit northwest of downtown. Okay. And it's. Uh, the epicenter for everything delicious so many good restaurants i think I, we did, normally the title of the podcast comes from something you say the epicenter of all things delicious is that what it is <laughs> yes. can i quote you on that yeah absolutely That's good we love food um <laughs> we love food a lot see i told you these conversations kind of go off in the weeds sometimes yeah no yeah. it's great we love food okay good yeah it's funny too there's so much uh you know, just food culture is so different down here than it is in Chicago. Uh -huh. Same, same, but different. You know, I wish we had, you know, gas stations with um, barbecue joints in them. You know, that's just something we don't have. Yeah. Are you referring to one in particular? Uh, Rudy's down in Austin, I would say, is my experience with that. I did pass by a Dickie's. I don't know if Dickie's... That's has, not really the same thing. I, think yeah. be, I, be, I believe you're referring to Rudy's. Yeah, Rudy's has yeah. got the gas station attached to it, right? Yeah. But there's also, you, there's also a place called Chef Point, not too far away from here, which is a pretty interesting story. Yeah. Um, I, love, I, I love specifically Fort Worth. I've had some really good times here in some restaurants. We just stopped at uh, Funky Town Donuts. Yep. This place. Fort Worth zone. Fort Worth, great area. So yesterday we ate at Brood and had ice cream at Melt. Had a real nice downtown Fort Wayne. One, Fort two, Worth. Um, Fort, Fort Worth. Sorry, yeah, Fort I have Fort Indiana. Wayne next to me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fort Worth. Um, your sponsors, I believe there are sponsors on your website. Uh, ATO Records, okay. Oh, those are my sure. clients, people I've Clients, got yeah. it. Sure. Microphones, Sony Music, Chicago Music Exchange, Reverb, there yeah. we go, Rolling Stone, of course. Mm -hmm. Let us entertain you restaurants. Yeah. So What's it's, up? That's a Music big, and food? It's a big restaurant group in Chicago. It's the biggest. Ah. 
they throw something called the Windy City Smokeout, which is uh, pit master, barbecue masters from around the world go there, and it's a three-day parking lot music festival and food event. It's amazing. Okay, as we piece this conversation together with my hastily assembled chicken scratch notes, <laughs> yep. we've covered a lot of things. Now, I want to ask you one final question, but before I do, yeah. please pimp out your channel, social media or otherwise. I got chrishirschman.com. Yeah, my website is there, and I feel like a lot of what I'm posting, what I'm doing, is mostly on Instagram. Uh, which is Instagram at uh, Chris Hirschman, all one word. And also, um, I, you know, that's the website Instagram is all that it, you know I care to really pump. But I do want to sure. do a shout out to Ted Forbes and Dixie Dixon for introducing me to Fort Worth Camera. Hey. And um, you know, I've I come here quite often. Again, I have clients in Keller and Fort Worth, and so. It's been a great shop to come in and know that I can get professional services, pro gear, uh, and I'm just thankful that you guys are still here, still standing, and um, you know, hopefully people know through this podcast they can come back in and get their gear taken care of. Yeah, well, we plan on keep on standing and standing tall. Yeah. So since you know Fort Worth, this question should be easy. Yeah. Does Fort Worth ever cross your mind? It does, it does. You know, I travel uh, quite a bit through the U.S. Like, we just drove here from Chicago. We didn't fly. It, oh, wow. So we drove to Nashville. Oh, fun. We drove to Keller. I'm going to put down this mic and drive to Austin, and then we're going to come back. Um, we love exploring the U.S. And Fort Worth has kind of been one of those places where I'm, we're like, is Keller Fort Worth area? Like, should we move there? Like, yeah, I think so. You know. Um, but it's one of those places I just love to visit. It does cross my mind, especially the Funky Town Donuts. <laughs> shout out to Funky Town Donuts. Yeah, I'm giving all the shouts. Yeah, why not? All the, all the food, all the, all the, the fun. It's sad, you know, more stuff isn't open right now because I love running around high-speed go-karts and uh, Top Golf. You know, place has got a lot. So you can do Top Golf while riding go-karts? No, that's weird. You could do it in the same day. Oh, I see. Yeah, okay. that would be actually some kind of pretty interesting. Um, what's the horseback game? Polo. Polo. Doing top golf in a high-speed go kart. Yeah, a lot, a, lot, a lot of hooking and slicing in that. Yeah, that'd be fun. I'd like to see that. Okay. Well, uh, yeah. It, for me, a I still consider myself a new resident of Fort Worth. I've only been here about six years, but. Mm. I think Fort Worth is the epitome of kind of being local, shopping locally, supporting local businesses, small or large. And um, you know, you you yourself came from local, perhaps small businesses, and, and made it large. Support local business. I've got a big heart for small business. Big heart for small business. Thank you very much, Chris Hirschman. <laughs> Thanks for having me. This has been a presentation of Fort Worth Camera at 1600 Montgomery Street in the Cultural District of Fort Worth, Texas. I'm Mackenzie Hughes. 
Our engineer is Greg Woods. For more information about Fort Worth Camera, visit fortworthcamera.com. And for more information on the Fort Worth Photo Fest, please visit fortworthphotofest.com.